Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. On this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Locus. Locus is a horror game that by design uses the imperfections and failures of human nature to create and feed both its settings and mechanics. And as a result, we may touch on topics or subjects that some listeners may find uncomfortable or triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news in the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Hello and welcome to our Locust Tale, our Tale of Locust, our, our Locust Story. Um, yes, our Locust Story, that's what we're going to go with. Uh, as you know, I'm Charlie, I kind of jam a bunch of the stuff around here, and I'm joined by one voice you may recognize and two you may not. So let's uh, let's go off and meet our motley cra- uh, cast of characters on this one. Who am I joined by tonight, character-wise? I, I know you're all terrible because we're playing Locust, but... Uh, who are we starting with? Who do I have the pleasure of hanging out with? Um, well, I guess me. I'm Alex, but my character's name is uh, Martin Bardot. Tell me about Martin. Martin is a douchebag. He is kind of a, what you would call very affluent, so uh, never would necessarily have to really take a lot of responsibility. He's that typical... Pharma bro douchebag you would hear about. Um, he really doesn't, you know, care about anybody else uh, very much for himself. Um, and really just doesn't take responsibility for anything. I mean, he grew up well off. So, you know, he's never had to really kind of do anything else other than just kind of, you know, be and do whatever he wants at will. So. Understood. Who's next? Uh, I'm Dylan. I'm playing Professor Jamie Andrews. Uh, they're also kind of a scumbag. They um, they just abuse their position a lot. But you know, everything can be solved with words, and this person really lives by that that saying. And last but not least, I'm Stephen. My character is Jonah Scharf. He is. Younger guy coming out of a rural part of, we said we're in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, Pittsburgh-ish, that, thing yeah. Of that type of area. Rural part of, you know, south-central Pennsylvania, not terribly far from Pittsburgh, but has left his hometown and is now living in Pittsburgh, though he, you know, he grew up very rural, farm boy kind of thing. As far as... Uh, the negative characteristics, he is malicious 
and a bit vindictive, um, which I realize is similar to characters I've played in the past. He uh, manages to justify that by telling himself it's not really his fault. So Sure. Yeah, so I guess a little bit about Locust. This is a horror game, as tends to be with the stuff we play, and it's got a fairly unique kind of dice and actually card system to it. So throughout the game, the players will be drawing cards, which link to kind of a semi-tarot system that links into, well, the altered reality aspects of this game, more as that as we kind of delve through it. But the dice rollings with this game gets kind of cool. So throughout this uh, whole game, you hear me call for medium, low, or high. So every time the players roll, they roll three dice at once, and of those three, you kind of, the high, medium, and low picks the what are those dice they care about? So you can have the great tragedy of rolling a six, a one, and a one, and still failing because I'm not looking for the high die kind of thing. Kind of the challenge mechanic of the game, the harder the die, the lower one you're going with. It's a fun system. I think it's actually kind of a neat way of adding tension to just every roll you make. It's relatively straightforward, too. We'll see how well it plays out in this instance. But yes, time for Locus. And before we get going, I'm going to give you a little bit of context about this world, a little story, if you will, about the place we'll be playing at. If one were to make a list of the diviest of dive bars in the city, plenty of goods will be left off for being too much of a dive. Family owned since the end of World War II, Flanagan's was once a place known for blue-collared workers to congregate after long shifts, but those days are long past. What was once a hub of the community has slowly but surely sunken into itself, transitioning from popular roaring hole to an inescapable money pit. Times changed and Flanagan's did not change with it. The bar's remaining patrons are either regulars who seem hell-bent on drinking themselves to death on the stools they claimed as theirs decades ago, or newcomers who describe the bar as there, close to work, or on the way home. Flanagan seems destined to slowly limp into an individual grave until owner, Max, died of a heart attack. And his son, Patrick, took over running the place. Max, while competent running a bar, lacked ambition. And his son, Patrick, was the opposite. With no real business sense, but plenty of great ideas, Patrick poured more and more money into Flanagan's, succeeding only in driving himself further and further into debt. First, his wife left him. And his kids stopped talking to him. And eventually, the only people in Patrick's lives were the bar patrons and a glowing collection of debt collectors. They found Patrick hanging from a beam in Flanagan's basement. Rumor is that he had been hanging there for almost a week, and the person who found him was only there because he was trying to steal a keg. Some faceless developer scooped up the bar at beyond a deal and kept it open, if barely. Flanagan still stands, unsuccessful, and waiting for the last of its regulars to succumb to their continuous poor life choices. Flanagan's has begun to change. The beer is basically tap water and warmer. The air is colder. And the code of grime and neglect continues to overtake the place. The few remaining employees should and could find better jobs, but for some reason they find themselves stuck. The bar always seems to be open... Not that anyone passing by would notice or care at this point. The most overtly strange thing is the recent appearance of a door between two bathrooms. Maybe the regulars have bad memories and it has always been there. Maybe it was the new owners. But the one thing everyone agrees on? 
is that there's something oddly inviting about it. That's your context. So we're going to pick up in a normal night at Flanagan's. We'll say it's a Tuesday to kind of drive home the type of place Flanagan's is, if you will. What brings each what uh, what brings each of your characters to the bar tonight? We'll start, I suppose, with our professor. Um, just got done teaching for the day, and uh, don't really want to go home to the wife and kids. So, told her that I was working late and decided to swing by the bar. How common a thing is this, I guess? Like, is this a frequent lie that you kind of prop up, or is this a once a week type of thing, or just a, you just don't feel like going home all that frequently? Uh, well, I teach anthropology, so sometimes I need to sit back and uh, read some really, really boring reports, so it's pretty common. Sure. Uh, it's an excuse that I use a lot for various things. Sure. Jonah, what brings you to Flanagan's tonight? Um, I just got off some mandatory overtime and decided that um, I just needed to go straight get a drink. Are you a frequent uh, patron at this bar, or is it kind of a, just you happen to be there and you happen to see it? I found it It's kind of on my way home. Uh, and I've started going there the last few weeks, but I've only uh, been working at that job for a little less than a month. So um only been going there for a little less than a month, too. Is Jonah a high job turnover type of person, or is this kind of sudden change in jobs a rare occurrence? Uh, this is the first um, non-retail job he's found in uh, since he moved to town. Gotcha. Last but not least, Martin. Why, of all places, is this your place to drink? Uh, just because I, I kind of like going somewhere that's off the radar, you know. Um, You're into that dive. I'm just into the dive. Like it's it's kind of more of like a like a social accessory, if if that makes any sense. It's like, oh yeah, it's you know one off. It's not the normal thing I would do, or what's expected of me as far as locations to hang out. Like it's you know it's almost like almost a act of rebellion. To kind of go somewhere that's like off the grid, if you will, or in the worst way, it's, in the worst way, it's authentic or something like that. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, you're not one of those working stiffs. You're not, you're not one of those white collar douchebags. You go to Flanagan's. That's a real person's bar. Yeah, it's like rich people who drink PBR. It's an aesthetic. Gotcha. Oh no, yeah, this is this, this is definitely a bar that believes PBR is a hoity-toity beverage. Yeah. All right, cool. So, like I said, it is Tuesday. It's gloomy evening we're kind of early winter late fall if you will it's the cold starting to creep in outside the regulars are all here you're at the bar with 12 13 other people it's about as busy as it gets on a weeknight kind of thing or really about as busy as it gets on any night the two bartenders are there kind of tending bar wiping it down someone's cleaning the same bar glass over and over and over it's getting late we'll probably say getting close to 11 p.m., midnight, kind of that time span, the why are you at a bar on a weeknight kind of weirdness. What's everyone up to at this point? How hammered is everyone? Uh, sorry, should we draw our two cards? Yes, yeah, sorry, that's some. Um, yes, this is a perfect time for that. Everyone draw your two starting cards. 
I guess while they're doing that, we'll explain the mechanic of this. So the cards do interesting stuff in this game. They kind of they alter the world around you, but they also occasionally reward players with willpower, which is a valuable resource. If it matches their virtue, which we'll get into when it comes more relevant, it triggers a willpower thing. If not, it just kind of adds to it. Some cards are harder to get rid of than others. You don't want more cards. Anyone any virtue cards? None for me. No, I didn't. Uh, I did not get a virtue card. Quite all right. My virtue is spades, and uh, I drew a club. And anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have spades and clubs for mine. And I drew a double heart. <laughs> Main playing hearts, so that's good. But yeah, no, I did draw something that aligns with my haunt, though. All right, I did too. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the haunts, I guess, real quick. Uh, what haunts the good professor? Uh, what lurks in the back of the professor's mind just kind of eats away at it slowly? Yeah, he cheats on his wife a lot. Like, a lot. An adulterer. Yeah. You know, with his students. And you, uh, Jonah, what, what weighs on the back of your mind? Jonah is chronically angered by his really only serious relationship falling apart for which he blames his ex-girlfriend and her family and not himself. Is he more wrathful, vengeful? Which one does one skew? Um, Well, I mean, I both, I can see someone who is full of wrath and vengeance. Uh, he has taken vengeful acts against them, we'll say maliciously. He has. Gotcha. Um, he does, you know, he's the type of guy that really wants to actually inflict harm on somebody when they've wronged him. And gotcha. Stews that over a lot. And last but not least, uh, Martin. What weighs at the back of your brain? What what haunts you? So, I guess for me, uh, my haunt is uh, apathy. So, it's just kind of not really caring much about anything, really. Like, a general aggressive apathy, just like yeah. none of this matters. Yeah, very much so. How does that wind up haunting him? Like, I guess, what has he been apathetic about that just weighs on him slowly? Well, I guess, like, in a weird way, like, since he hasn't really had to work for much, it's very much kind of been given to him, you know, trust fund and all that stuff. He just kind of doesn't. It just kind of led him down, led him down a path where he just kind of doesn't really want to care about anything. Which is interesting, considering like when he wants to, he really does kind of have a caring for community as a whole. Sure, it's just you know it, if it's like something that's expected of him or something that people want him to do, then it'll very much drive him away to just not kind of give a shit. And so it just leads him down that path. He doesn't see or kind of even feel any struggle around him of any kind. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so like I said, it's Tuesday. It's starting to get late. What have each of you been up to tonight? Got off of work. Came here. Just been kind of knocking him back since? 
worked four hours longer than I was supposed to. Just been knocking them back since. I've been complaining to people. Uh, just drink a drink. Yeah, I think you know, drinking, staring at things. Sure. Martin, what have you been up to? I've been kind of showing off. You've been kind of drinking the people's beer. You've been showing. I've kind of been extra buying people rounds or whatnot. Uh, how have you made yourself have fun this evening? Considering I slept in most of the day, I got up just a few hours ago, and I uh, just figured I was going to go and just start drinking. Like, not really. I mean, yeah, I'll buy a few rounds here and there just to kind of show off that, like, yeah, I can do this kind of thing. But beyond that, it's just generally. Just throwing back a few PBRs just because he enjoys them, and yeah. This is a personal question. Uh, did did uh, did Martin refer to like a pint of beer when he got here as his breakfast cereal when he got here? He could be. He could be the kind of guy to say that. Awesome. Okay, I'm getting a real sense of who this guy is, and I hate it. Fantastic. <laughs> Last but not least, uh, Professor Jamie Andrews. Uh, were you do were you kind of, were you working here? Were you just kind of blowing off steam? Were you avoiding the family? How are you going about this? I'm not getting too drunk, but yeah, I'm I'm here just hanging out. I think that I probably got a pretty good uh, rapport with some of the staff. Uh, he yeah. flirts with people offhandedly, and he's kind of just naturally charismatic. So he's talking to people, having a drink here or there, just kind of enjoying himself, dreading having to go home. I get it. Yeah, so time ticks on. You've been drinking, you've been hanging out, eventually you'll have to go to the bathroom. And there's a men's room, a women's room, and between the two bathrooms, a door that's never been there before. Staff doesn't remember where it came from. They say, oh, maybe it was management. They did some work in here today, I think, before we opened up. But, you know, I, you've never noticed this door before. Maybe it's always been there. Maybe it hasn't. You're not the most observant types. It's not really. It's a bar. Why would you care about a door being there? Maybe they just panned it finally and it's popping to you. But it's there. It's weighing on you. Like it's it's strange. You you've been here easily hundreds, if not thousands, of times for some in some cases, and I've never noticed this door before. So in in uh, in relation to like the bar area where we're sitting. Is it like in the back behind the bartender area? Is like good question. All right, so kind of there's like the with flagons and stuff. It's got kind of a big main room that you enter into from the street. Kind of off of that, there's a small hallway that goes back, and at the end of it, there is the kind of management office. And to the left of that, looking down the hallway, there are the two bathrooms. There's now a third door between the two bathrooms. Weirdly enough, and thinking about it, you're not quite sure how physically there would be another room there. Opposite of that, though, there's the store. There's the supply closet. There's a door behind the bar to get down to the basement and storeroom, and that's about it. It's not a huge bar. You could easily fit probably a hundred some odd people in here, but not fantastic bar either, though. Does the door look new? No, nah, kind of matches everything else around it too. That was going to be my next question: is if it matches the aesthetic of the inside of the bar? Yeah, it's. Poorly maintained, the same kind of color scheme as the rest of the doors. Maybe the handle's a little bit shinier from polish or something, but beyond that, it maybe it's unobservant. Maybe it's always been there. Yeah, I mean, after I'm done in the bathroom, I'll just kind of, like, peek my head in to see if they have, like, a new private room or something. 
All right, so you open the door? Yeah. All right, so you can put your hand on the door, you kind of twist and it swings open inwards. And you find yourself staring, as best you can tell, into the exact same hallway you're standing in. Like, if you step through this door, you'd be stepping into the hallway on the opposite side, but you'd be kind of facing the direction you're facing now, but coming out of the door. Like, the supply cloth is directly across from you. Yeah, I'm really confused, so I kind of, like, step in and look around, just kind of take in the surroundings. All right. So the bar you step into is better, somehow. Like, the bar on the opposite side of the door is nice, almost. Like, it's not fully crowded, but you kind of hear happy people in the bar, and you can't quite see them from where you're standing, but the paints, the the paints fresh. The floors are clean. The lights are shining. The bar feels good, almost even like it's. In your many years of coming here, the bar has never been this nice. Everything's clean. Everything's well washed. Like maybe you see a glass on the floor. It's actually clean, unlike all the other glasses you've used here. Uh, this feels like the bar almost in its heyday of some kind, or like and then upbeat point in its life. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go and explore. Alright, so, you've stepped into this room. The other two, uh, you're still back in the kind of main bar area, kind of doing your thing. You gotta try leaving now, you gotta realize that someone's just kind of stepped through a door, and all you've never noticed before. What's up with you two? Since Jonah's wanted to take in the room, he definitely noticed the door being opened, and, uh, because he'd been trying to figure out what the hell, like, why it was there to begin with. Sure. You know, the kind of drunk that studies the walls. I get you. If he saw somebody going through there, I think he would he would want to see what's beyond it. Sure. Did he close the door behind him? No. He did not? No, I did not. Okay. I think Jonah would get up and take a look. I'm going to check out that door yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you also step through? Do you open it and kind of follow your compatriot through at this point? Well, I want to see where it leads, yeah. Alright. Yeah, so you go through. Last but not least, Martin. What are you up to at this point? So, uh, as I'm kind of throwing back a few, I look over and I notice that people are heading in that new door direction. So I'm like, oh, all right, maybe there's something else over here. So I just kind of get up and wander on over. As you're kind of wandering, you hear a crack of thunder outside. And it starts to rain. So the other bar patrons kind of go, ah, oh, man. Just kind of throw up their hands and disgust. Guess we got to stay here and keep drinking. But yeah, so doesn't stop you from getting there. You, I'm assuming you go through as well? Yeah. Yeah. So you all find yourself located in, as I said, a nicer version of Flanagan's as best you can tell. Door handles are well polished, the floors are well maintained, there's no kind of weird stains on the walls, there's no funky smell coming from the bathroom. It is the best version of Flanagan's that none of you have ever been to before. Uh, So now that we've walked in, is there anybody else other than us three inside this bar? Yeah, so the regulars are also there. There's more people you don't necessarily recognize at quick glance, but I Give me a cap. What's the right check for this one? 
I think ignorance or carelessness would be the right check for kind of generally gauging the air around you. Thinking carelessness. Okay. So the way this works is you have to roll above your attribute. And your attribute was a five, so that's a failure. Roll above it, unfortunately. You want all of us to roll, right? Yeah, all of you can. So people, re- uh, remember to read off your numbers. What are out of? Oh, I, I beat my carelessness of three with a roll of six. Professor? Failure three out of five. Yeah, so kind of you're milling about this crowd, and Jonah, you notice something strange at first. All the people here have faces, but not all of them have good faces. Like there's kind of a blurriness and non-distinctness to a lot of the faces in this room with you. Does that include any of the people that I may recognize from the previous room? Yeah, even they're kind of blurry, though. Like, everyone in this room is a little bit out of focus is maybe the way of thinking of it. Like, they're they're recognizable if there's someone you know, but, like, these aren't people. These are kind of... Maybe they are, maybe they're not, but, like, there's something just slightly off about them. And the other two I can distinguish from these off people. Yeah, but even there, look, yeah, uh, only three distinct people in the room are you three. What happens if I turn around? Is the door still open? Yeah, the door's still open if you left it open. Can we see into Old Flanagan's? Uh, You can see into the hallway of Old Flanagan's. Okay. Are we standing near each other? Because we all just walked in, right? I'd assume so, but you could have also spread out by now. I'll just, uh, I guess my character will just walk straight to the bar and try to order another beer. All right. Yeah, so people are ignoring you. Maybe you're not important enough. It's it's a busy night, admittedly. Both of you give me a temper check. What kind? Uh, Medium. Two out of three fail. Temper? Let's see. Uh, five out of five fail. Yeah, so something seems strange. You're used to being more important than this place is letting you be right now. Like it's something's off. Like it's almost like the bartender is looking through you and not totally seeing you or something like that. Like it's you feel your stress rising a little bit through all of this though too. Like it's starting to eat at you ever so slightly. Something seems off. I walk up to Martin. Okay. They got another bar over here? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get something to fucking drink here, but, uh... Yeah. Was this just, like, an empty suite? I don't know. Never noticed it before. That's a good question. Is, is it a standalone building? Nah, it's part of another building, but the, this doesn't make sense. Physically, this does not make sense. I, I just don't understand where they they would have this space without I walked back over to there's two bathroom doors on their side of it right yeah I open up the men's room it's a nicer cleaner version of the men's room you've come to know and probably both love and hate of Flanagan's I guess I would walk Back into old Flanagan's? Okay, you're going back to old Flanagan's, or neutral Flanagan's, if you will. And go up to the, the bartender. 
All right. Uh, male or female? Oh, this one's male. There's one male and one female bartender. Right. You guys got another bar over there? Over where? In the... There's a door. The, the, the new door. Yeah, it's been locked since I got in here this morning. I couldn't figure out what it's about with it. We stopped messing with it because we couldn't get it open. Yeah, the one across from the supply closet, right? Yeah, it's uh, it, it's another bar. A what? There's another bar over there. You can't tell me that you didn't know about that. That's not physically possible. All we got behind here is storage, the bathrooms, and basement access. Like, is it like is it like a stupid long hallway you have to walk down to get to this quote other bar? No, the door opens right into it. It looks bullshit. Like- it looks just like a separate suite. It looks like it's the same space as this one. Like it's the same size and everything. I don't get it. Someone would go through the effort of making a second shithole like Flanagan's. Really? Well, I'm, I, I, I'm asking you. You had too many. You, you had too many, buddy. Uh, we need to cut you off now or something. Nah. I reach in my wallet and I take out. Five bucks, and I put it on the bar. Uh, I'm apparently not enough. I'll have another. All right, uh, beer or liquor? Beer. All right, can I have pour something from a tap. The glass is just kind of on the inside, coated with air bubbles from it not being a especially clear cup. What's it down in front of you? Enjoy. What's the service like in the other bar? Though? You know, the one between the two bathrooms. Um, uh, apparently, they're busy. I have looks around. Yeah, they're stealing all our customers, I'm guessing. All right, fucking weirdo. Enjoy your beer. If you want more, come back here. Not fuck off. Will do. Take the bar. I take the beer and I go back to the... Back into original... Or the Bizarro Flanagans. All right. And I'm looking around the room to try to see everything that's different about the place. Yeah, uh, give me a carelessness check on that one. I'm sorry, give me an ignorance check on that one, actually. Easy, medium, hard. Go with easy on this one, even. I failed it. So I rolled a six, and my attribute is three. That means you pass. Oh, sorry. I'm in a different game in my head. Um, I'm not actually drunk, my characters. Uh, okay, so, sorry. I, I Sorry, I succeeded. I rolled a six, and my attribute is three. Yeah, so, looking around the bar, it's it's almost like someone with more ambition and money and time and like that hadn't been kind of beaten down by life built this bar. It's nice even. Like it's it's cheery. All the stuff is clean. Like it's there's been real money put into it. Like maybe you remember back to seeing some plans that were drawn up by the second owner, the the owner's son, and it almost feels like that maybe. Like it feels very reminiscent of stuff he had big plans for. Like this is a bar you can get people to come to. It still has that kind of same local charm as the Flanagans are used to, but it doesn't suck. It's nice. It would be 
well regarded. Like the people here seem to be very happy and enjoying the bar itself. It's it's strange, Doc. Something like something with the shadows in the corners of the room feel off or something. Like maybe this room feels bigger than it's supposed to be or something. There's a cavernous kind of bigness to everything you've been looking around dealing with. Alright, I walk up to the bar and I try to get the bartender's attention. Alright, give me another temper check. This one on medium. Okay, so I rolled a four and my temper is four, so that is a failure, right? That is a failure, so let's roll a stress check against that. So, give me another check on the medium for that one. Same thing, rolled a four. Yeah, so four. your stress is going up just a little bit from unfazed to something's off. Like, you're starting to feel weird in this space. People are ignoring you. It's it's quite strange. Martin. What have you been up to this entire time? Uh, I've been trying to get the attention of the bartender in the other room just to get another drink. That's not been going well for you. So I'm going to start yelling on, hey, hey, can you give me a fucking beer over here? All right, give me an impatience check at medium. Uh, four out of five, fail for sure. Yeah, so give me a stress check again. Uh, same impatience at medium. Again, four out of five. Yeah, no, it's... It just doesn't seem to notice you. Like, no one in this bar is noticing you at all, kind of thing. Like, it's... It feels like you're being actively ignored by every single person in this bar. Okay, is there a, uh... Some object near me that I can, like, throw in that direction of the guy to try to get his attention? There's other kind of bar glasses on the table, and so you could grab one of those and throw them, absolutely. Alright, so I'm going to pick up one of the bar glasses and throw it, not at the guy, but in, like, that general direction. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's just going to kind of throw the bar and smash it on something? Yeah, I'm just going to throw it. Like I said, not to actually hit the guy, but... No, totally. It's, it's, a, it's a guy bartender in the, in the other one, right? You established that? Sorry, say that again? Because I know you said it was a dude in the old, like, Bar Flanagan's, but in the new bar, is it also a dude who's a bartender? Yeah, as best okay. you can tell, and they're kind of weirdly out of focus, if you will. Okay, so I'm gonna throw it and yell, "Hey, asshole!" Yeah, give me a frailty check on easy for that one. Four out of one, so I pass that one. Oh yeah, no, that's it. Just smashes and kind of finally, one of the strange faces turns to look at you, but. You don't like it looking at you. Like this is genuinely upsetting. I, it's what you're looking at isn't human. It's almost like someone in this case, the bartender. It's like someone took like a mannequin and sanded off all the details on the face or something like that for a quick second. It's just kind of a flesh mask of just kind of bumps and creases that suggests a face. I need you to draw a card from the deck now. Okay, I drew a card. Does it match your virtue? It does not match my... Just joins your hand as normal? Quick question. If we drew a card that matches our haunt at the beginning, was it, was there something we were supposed to do? Nah, just adds to your hand. Right. So, the room seems to change a little bit under that, but like maybe a flicker of lights happens or something like that, but nothing beyond that changes, obviously. At least not, not an obvious way to any of you immediately. 
So at this point, I'm just going to get annoyed, and I'm going to head back to the other old bar, because I was able to get my drinks there, so. Sure. I'll just start walking over there. Yeah, so you leave and go there? Yep. All right. You got to try and drink more? You got to leave? Like, are you just kind of mad at this point? Oh, I'm going to go back to the other, just, I'm just going to go back to the other bar and get a drink from there. Oh, yeah, sure. Easy enough, done. They kind of serve you. Again, kind of guy looks at you. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, just give me a PBR. And it makes a big show of like cracking the thing open for you, putting it down. You get a glass with that, or you got to drink it straight from the can. I don't care. So that slides the PBR at you. You know, the, the, the new guy was going on, like, the new guy's off his rocker. He's talking about a second bar in the bar or something, something between the bathrooms. I know he's off like, a bunch of crazy shifts right now, but. Yeah, there's the other room over there. The fucking asshole bartender wasn't giving me anything. That's why I came back over here. Oh, don't you fucking start eat with this, too. Uh, it's no other bar. There's just storage and shit back there. Whatever you say, man. All I know is the other bartender in that other area didn't want to give me anything and ignored me. And frankly, it was fucking weird being over there. So whatever. I'm just going to. Thanks. And then I'm just going to keep drinking. All right. All right, Professor Jamie Andrews, what are you doing through all of this? You've got the other Flanagans, you've got real Flanagans. Um, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, has he even noticed that anything's off about this Flanagans yet? It's a lot nicer, but that's probably the end of what he's noticed. I mean, yeah, he's just going to try to start conversation with people. All right, so kind of the, as has been the case so far, Everyone here is surprisingly hard to get a hold of kind of thing. Maddeningly so, if you will. So, let's do an impatience test. Medium? Medium, yeah. Uh, Three out of three fail. Alright, so give me a stress test on that one as well against uh, medium impatience. Uh, So I roll patience again. Yep. Three out of three fail. Alright, so you also go up a little bit in stress. Alright, so I am uh, tense now, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't check my stress thing, so I am also tense. Yeah, so Ah. you got that going on. It's not great. What do you gotta do? The bartender's ignoring you. They're kind of doing this weird, almost looking through you thing. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm not really used to people just ignoring me. I'm usually really good at getting people into conversation, so I'm just going to kind of bewildered walk back to the other other bar. Nah, sure. Let's you go over there and grab a drink. You're going to leave at this point? What what are you going back to their bar to go do? Uh, I'm going to go finish the drink that I probably had. Sure. And where from there, I guess, or what from there? Uh I—I I mean, I saw the other two in there. So, are they together? Are I you... think just—I think just Jonah's over there right now. I think Martin's back yep. in Bar Prime, if you will. So I was at the yeah. Martin left, and I was at the bar trying to get the um, bartender's attention. Yeah, I want to ask him basically the same questions I was asking the last guy. Yeah, not 
I mean, I'll go. I'll, I'll approach. Um, go back and approach Jonah, and, and I'll ask. Uh, you um, people just ignoring you too over here. Yeah, I don't know what's um going on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I just want to like. I want to know why this bar is here. Like, are they going to be shutting down the other one and moving everything over here? It's a lot nicer. Maybe. I don't know. Seems like they've got some fucking something going on over here and we weren't invited. So everyone's just paying us no mind. I don't know. There's also something wrong with the lighting in here or something. Everything's a lot nicer, but I don't know. Maybe I've just had too much. Can I see if I notice anything off about the lighting now that he's mentioned it? Yeah, give me an ignorance. Uh, medium? Yeah. One out of two fail. I think that triggers something. It's a critical failure. I think a critical Ooh. failure is all three one. Oh, you're right. Yes. You're correct. Yeah, so... No, give me a stress test on this one, though, too. Another impatience? Yeah. Two out of three fail. Yep, you're, uh, something seems off. Like this is undeniable weirdness, but the fact that you can't figure out what it is is getting to you slowly. So I'm stressed now. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Makes sense for your character. They're a uh, they're, they're an anthropologist. They keep track of these things. Like this is weird. This isn't how things work. This, the world is real. It has real world rules, and the fact that there is a mirror bar that's just kind of strange. Explore the bar at all? Uh, what, you, what, what are you doing at this point? I guess, like Martin, you're on the other. You're in, for lack of a better phrase, the normal bar. Can I finish your drink and leave? You gotta go back and forth. What, what if? What's the plan at this point? I guess if there's some weirdness afoot, but you guys really haven't delved into that weirdness yet. Like leaving is totally, totally an option too. If you want to kind of middle fingers up and leave the bar and make it someone else's problem, that's totally a thing you can try and do. Who are you asking? Sorry, anyone at this point? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm frustrated enough that I'm just going to leave. All right. Um, through the Zaro bar front door or the normal front door? Uh, probably the normal front door. All right, so you're going back oh. over, and yeah, so you step outside, and it is just pouring rain outside. It's hard to see beyond kind of the light of the bar, though. Like, the rain's coming down so hard, it's just black outside the bar. I'll head back in. All right. One of the kind of uh, one of the regulars looks at you. Didn't you know it was raining? We we mentioned that a little while ago. It's terrible outside right now. Oh yeah, I thought I might be able to make it in my car and get out of here, but I don't want to drive it to shit. Smart. Try to stay here and drink. I guess I would wander out of um was the the other Flanagans into original Flanagans, if yeah. that's where he went as well, since no one seems to be talking to me. Alright, so on your way out let's talk about Jonah's history. Why has he been bouncing around from job to job in retail? So he left his hometown and moved to Pittsburgh 
I uh, couldn't find work right away. Again, he's a farm boy, so that's really what he know. You know what he knows. So he was working at you know a gas station, and then moved into like working at a Target kind of thing, and then finally landed sort of shift labor, which is kind of what he was looking for. And so he's working in a he's working in manufacturing now. Right, but I guess like what drove him to leave for the big city, if you will? Like what did he leave behind or what was he fleeing? Well his uh relationship, uh like I said, is was long term girlfriend from high school kind of thing that fell apart. Um he blamed she didn't want to see him anymore. Or, you know, years of them being together uh, and her dad who never liked him was also part of the equation so he allegedly um, set fire to her dad's horse barn yeah so what's her dad's name her dad's name yeah uh, Carl Carl all right so as you kind of round the corner to go back to the other bar, you swear you see Carl enter the men's room of this bar. Of the weird one? Yeah. I would hurry back into the original one. Yeah, so you're going to also take, uh, so draw a card on that one as well. Did it match your virtue? It did not, I guess. Six of All cards. Right. Yeah, so again, kind of as you're, uh, you kind of see this person that you know all too well step into the bathroom, kind of you see the lights flicker again in the bar. Uh, again, like it's like a, it's a quick thing. It's like a jolt of electricity through the entire place. You seem to be the one that notices. Do you go next door? So you're still going back next door? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would. I would. Yeah, I'd get. I'd get the hell back. Yep. All right, so you're back there. Nothing bad happens necessarily. Uh, bar starting to wind down for the night. It's still just pouring outside, as best you can tell. I'd definitely be watching that uh that door though. Yeah. So you got like what's the plan that you gotta leave? You gonna Yeah, so I'm going to um I lean over to the bartender in the real bar in the yep. in the you know what I mean. I'm all paid up, right? Yeah, your tab's good. Let's add to that unless you want to pay it off right now. Nah, I, 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 I pay for my last drink. I, um, I, I think I'm good. I, I'm, yeah, I'll just pay, I'll, I'll pay up and get out of here. All right, drive safe. It's pouring out there. Yeah. Thanks. That's uh, so where you leave the bar. I do, but it's storming, right? Yeah. So you step outside. There's an awning protecting you, but so the water is just coming down and almost like. Just sheets of glass is coming down so hard. You can barely see through it. I head back inside, I guess. Um, do we think the... I go back to the bartender. Is uh, Yeah, if the rain's going to let up. Kind of shrugs at you. I warned you it was raining. I, I don't know. We weren't supposed to get rain tonight, but you know how it is this time of year. Weather happens. Yeah. Haven't seen it rain this hard in years, though. Like it's really coming down out there. Probably real dangerous to drive in. Get wet, get soaked to your bone just stepping out there. Hypothetically, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. I guess I just kind of like I find the least conspicuous place I can kind of slump down and I'm trying to turn this one over in my head. Yeah. And I'm, But I want to be able to see that door. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Time keeps ticking on. That kind of drags on at this point. Rain's not letting up. A couple of the regulars leave. Actually, yeah, so one of the regulars kind of gets up to go leave and comes and goes out and you just kind of hear screaming from outside. Uh, I'm going to get up and go see what's going on. All right. Yeah, me too. Curious outside, see what's up? Yeah. All three of you or just uh, Jonah and the professor? Yeah, just them. I stay at my, in my seat. Sure. Yeah, so you get outside and the guy that left is on the ground kind of clutching at his hand. And on his hand, there's just like an acid burn of some kind or something. He's kind of like just screaming his uh, lungs out at this point. Kind of rolling back and forth on the ground some. What happened to you? It hurts so fucking bad. I I put my hand out in to see if it was cold or whatnot so I can go to my car and it burns. Fucking rain burns. Can I like take his hand and look at it? I'm not medically trained or anything, yeah. but I'm pretty smart. So no, it's recognizably a burn. Yeah, anyone recognizes it as like a burn. Maybe not a chemical burn of some kind, but yeah, no, this guy was definitely burned by something. What the fuck? All right, come on. I'll start trying to help him back into the bar. You drag him back inside. Mm-hmm. The rain burns. Uh. The professor just looks at you and, like, shakes his head like, nah, this guy's crazy. Alright, so you open the door and drag him back inside, correct? Yeah. You drag him into the Bizarro Flanagans. He's kind of, like, looking around, like, what the hell is going on? Well, so I will say, um, everyone in the room is also staring at you. Like, every head in the room is kind of turned to you, because this guy's on the ground still kind of, like, clutching his hand and whimpering some, and you also now see that every face in the room, like, they're they're obviously human, but they're not human. They're just kind of, like, facsimiles of human faces. There's, then there's kind of that, like, mask or like a sheet pulled over a face, and you're just kind of staring at these horrifying face-not-faces. Both of you draw a card. Oh, did I go back in? Uh, do you help drag him in, or no? Yeah, you're part of that. Yeah, so yes. I was going to test the rain. Uh, oops. Can I get some willpower for being compassionate? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Sweet. That's virtuous. I'm trying. Um, okay, so I got uh, the eight of hearts. That your um does that match your virtue? No, it matches my haunting. All right, so that kind of sticks around. So it's a little bit hard to get rid of, or it's yeah, it's a haunting card at that point. Yeah, so the lights flicker hard this time, and they kind of go off and on a couple times, and the vibe in the room changes some. Like the the room, like when the lights kind of come back on full, kind of the people seem to look around like they're they even they noticed the power surge. They all go back to their kind of weird ignoring you routine as this guy just kind of is on the ground 
he saw that. He saw the faces. He's looking at you. He's like, what What the hell's going on? Where the hell are we? I thought you dragged me back inside. Come on, people. He's hurt. Anyone got a fucking phone? They're back to ignoring you. And if I'm not mistaken, you said it's obvious to us that they are not human. The faces are wrong. Like the Humans have faces. I'm going to get frustrated and I'm going to get up and I'm going to start like searching like behind the bar for a first aid kit. Yeah. All right. So let's get a temper thing. Cause you're losing your cool on this one. Give you an easy for this one. It makes sense. You're losing your cool. Uh, five out of three success. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of, you storm around, you're looking for stuff, but you do eventually find a medical kit. It is there. Yeah, I'm going to take it, and I'm going to go and... Again, I'm not medically trained, but I, I'm i going to... Yeah, I'm going to go and try to, you know, put some aloe on this guy's burn or something. Yeah. That's probably a carelessness rule. Maybe, uh, maybe an ignorance, actually, trying... No, no clumsiness. Let's, do, let's go with clumsiness. You're trying to be kind of not... That I'm not, let's yeah. not make it worse. Yeah. What's my what is my difficulty? It's gonna be a medium because he's still kind of clutching at his hand and pawing at it. Success four out of two. Awesome. Yeah, so you kind of managed to calm him down. You rub some kind of burn ointment on his hand that seems to be working slowly. He's kind of looking around the room some like Lagos doesn't look this nice ever. Where the hell are we? Um, this this is the other bar. They put in another one. Was that what you two were talking to the bartender about? Something about an other bar? Yeah, but how do we end up over here? Because I guess it has its own door. How do we notice that? I guess I wasn't paying attention when I came in. Yeah, but alright. I mean, do you we walked out of the other one. So. You want to try the door behind you quickly? I open up the, the door to the outside and I look. You do not. It is locked. And Fire. no one has come by you to lock the door. I start wrenching on it. It's really securely locked. I oh. start trying to rip this door open. Like I'm, I'm trying to get this thing open. Maybe if you had some tools, that might work, but kind of, as it stands, you're making zero progress. It's a sturdy door, apparently. I don't know. Dude. I don't what? know. The, the, the door's locked. We just we just came in, and now, now it's locked. I can't get it open. Uh, yeah, maybe you, you have to come back, exit through the main door, the one we came in through. You know, it's like a... Wait. You can walk in, but you can't walk out? Who has a door like that? I I don't know. This is a one-way entrance into a bar. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, hey, can I burn a card for acting in accordance with my virtue? Yeah, I'll let you do that. Yay. Look, I'm going to go back into the other bar and see if I can get someone to help. Okay. Yeah, I'm coming with you. All right, you go back and open the mystery door? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So the bar on the opposite side of the door is not the bar you were expecting to find. You are looking into a hallway that definitely feels more like the Flanagans you're used to, but it's dark, somehow worse. Like there's a mildew smell coming from it. The lighting's even worse. Like maybe a few lights that are left on are kind of flickering on and off. The sound is very different. It's very morose in there. Some of the floorboards have obviously come undone and are damaged. So, I don't know if this is going to be a stretch, but I'm an anthropologist. I study old things. Uh, this, like, can I can I tell, like, how weathered this bar seems compared to what we're used to? It's definitely a more rundown version of the exact same bar, would be the way of thinking of it. Like, okay. it's a more neglected version of Flanagan's. Like, where this is a better version of Flanagan's, this is a significantly worse version of Flanagan's. Like... It makes the version of Flanagan's you're used to, which is a bad rundown bar, seem almost good by comparison. Yeah, I think that if I if I think that it's just more rundown, I'm just it's just something I haven't noticed before, so I'm gonna go in. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so you kind of step out, you're in a hallway you now know very well looking into the bar space. There's a lot less people. Kind of, there's a couple chairs that have just knocked over and left there. You hear more people than you're seeing, and you only see a bartender, a couple of the regulars, and a person you don't recognize kind of sitting at the bar. He is much more prevalent than anything else in the bar, than any other people in the bar around him. Kind of thing. He's just sitting there, nursing his drink, kind of looks over at you, gestures his drink. Ah, you made it! I was worried you wouldn't get here anytime soon. I'm sorry. Do we know each other? You don't recognize me, man? Oh, we we go way back. Uh, I have nudges with his elbow. You've told me all about all those uh, co-eds you've been uh, dealing with over the years. Who knew that an anthropologist got tail like you kind of throws an arm around you, kind of rests a hand like fr- very friendly on your shoulder, kind of pulls you in towards the bar as you kind of Guides you back to it. So what have you been up to? Uh, it's been so long since we talked. I feel like I haven't seen you in years. I, I'm here all the time. Maybe we've just been missing each other. I, he's just going to play along. Uh, yeah, it's been real busy. You know, we've got midterms coming up. Can't come out here as much. What about you? Oh, uh, you know, same old, same old. Keeping my bar still here warm. It's it's been real good. Uh, you know, the bar is just not the same as it was, but everything gets worse over time, doesn't it? Look, have you um, have you seen the uh, new bar? Kind of looks around. What new bar? This is the bar it's always been. Like it's gotten worse for wear in the last couple of years. I'm sure that that new ownership hasn't done any any benefits. And what's they almost ran this place into the ground and us lost us our place to drink, but. Or would I go anywhere else? What new bar? Uh, never mind that. We, we, there's somebody uh, they got hurt, burned himself, but it was the rain. Probably just too drunk looking, trying to light a cigarette or something. Burned himself Yeah, bad. You, you know, that, those things happen. Those things happen. But come on, Ed, join me for a drink. Well, you gotta have some good stories for me. Uh, tell me of all the wild things you've been up to. That's uh, true of a wife of yours. What's she been up to? Like he's like still got that hand on your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One drink. 
That's the spirit. All right, so I'm going to go back to Martin. The other guys have been missing for a little bit of time at this point. They went outside. There was, there was, there was a screaming. They went outside. They have not come back. What are you going to do? I figured at one point I'll order another drink, and I'll take that drink with me and just kind of go look and see what's going on. Outside or in the other bar? The other bar. All right, so you open the door, and you see kind of the nice bar, if you will. It's perfectly normal in there. The guy on the ground is kind of by the door. We got dragged in. Everyone's ignoring him. He's kind of, he sees you step out, and he's like, what the shit is going on? But the other two are not there. What do you do? Who came up to me saying what the shit is going on? He didn't come up to you. Still, on, uh, the guy that was the guy that went outside was screaming about being burned. He's on the ground in the other bar, just lying by the front door. I'm gonna kind of look over at him and, and walk over and just be like, "What happened to you?" I went outside, touched the rain, got burned. What's their names? Dragged me in here, and now I'm here. And where the hell am I? Uh. Some other part of the bar somewhere? I'm kind of... I know every part of this bar. This is not in the bar. Where the hell did you just come from? There's no there's no door between the bathrooms. You come from one of the bathrooms? Is this like some weird prank? Look, asshole. I, I, I'm learning about this place just like a, you are, okay? This is the other side of the bar. You walk down the hallway past the bathrooms. Here you are, okay? Don't like, you fucking lie to me. This is... What, what type of weird prank you pulling on me? This isn't Flanagan's. Not pulling any pranks, and I was trying to tell you what it is, but if you're going to be an asshole, you can go fuck yourself. And I'm going to walk away and head back towards uh, the bar area, try to get a beer at the new bar, though. Yeah, they still ignore you. Just don't care. Uh, so at this point, I'm just going to be like, fuck this place, and walk uh, walk out towards the old bar, and I'm going to try to call a uh, like a taxi or something to come get me. All right, so you open the door and you almost stumble into Jonah, who's kind of standing on the opposite side of the door in the, we'll call it the worst bar, if you will. Bar Prime? No, no. This is the new bar. This is the third bar, if you will. Like, well, not Bar Prime, I guess the bar the third? Oh. The worst bar. Worst bar. So, uh,. I guess describe it to me. Like you're saying, it's the worst bar. It's not the original, and it's not the hoity-toity, fancier-looking one. Yeah, again, this is the this is the one the other two have found so far. It's more run down. It's grosser. Like it's worse lit. There's less people here, but it sounds like there's a bunch of people here. This is the one that um, uh, the professor is currently engaged in a conversation with somebody's friends with apparently who hangs out at this bar as well. It's kind of guide him to the bar. He's kind of hanging out there with him. All this kind of unfolded. Martin was kind of watching this as he stepped through. You've run into Martin kind of standing in the doorway. Well, I guess I'll make way. Wait, is there a, a like? So since it looks like the other bars, is there like a bar area I can go sit at and order a drink? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to walk over to yeah. the bar area there. That's where um, that's where our professor Jamie Andrews is with his new friend. Okay, I'll sit a, a couple seats away from them and try to order a drink from the bartender there. That guy looks at you, Martin, you act like we're not friends at all. Come, come sit here with me and the professor. Uh, what have you been up to lately? How's the, uh, how's your world been treating you? Any big discoveries you've managed to get in the way of? 
Uh, I don't know you. Oh, come on. We know each other. You buy drinks. I drink the drinks. I'm here all the time. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know you. Uh, leave me alone. I'm going to turn away from the guy and try to order from the bartender again. This guy kind of leans back and looks out to the hallway at Jonah. Jonah, come explain to Martin how you all know me. I, it's me. You know who I am. Huh? Oh, come on. Come here. A drink will fix you up. Uh, I heard you got that new job. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I've had enough. Oh, come on. One more drink. The rain hasn't let up. It'll keep you warm. I can't. I don't know. And guy gets up from his stool, walks over to you. Guy throws that friendly arm around your shoulders again. Come on, buddy. When have I steered you wrong before? I don't know. It's Flanagan's. You're here to drink. Why Why? why not stay a while? Because uh, uh, it looks like it's uh, closed. I... <sighs> always looks like that's part of the charm it's why it's so fucking cheap here come on buddy it's like slowly kind of jostling you towards the bar no i, I want to go all right so give me a the right one for this give me a carelessness everyone give me a carelessness actually medium. Uh, medium. medium 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 carelessness check from everyone <laughs> I rolled a one out of five, so that's critical, right? Nope, just bad. Three out of five fail. Five out of three pass for me. Each one of you takes one point of minor damage. Just kind of check off one spot on your thing. You're feeling drained all of a sudden, like something in the space is just kind of taking it out of you slowly or something like that. Okay, so we have this health grid. Yes. That's three three by three squares. Yep, so just check off one of those grids. One of the squares. Does it matter where? Nope. Just pick up uh you have to work your way through a square. So pick I guess the top left corner, whatever square you want to start with, and we'll go with that. What's well, this first, second, third, so I assume I'd pick yeah, the top left first. first. Yep, start with first. Okay. We should put wounds drained. Nope, just you feel drained. There's no obvious wound from this. You just feel okay. drained in this room. So we check any box in like the first area for health, right? Yeah. Yep. Alright. I think I marked it correctly, so we should be good there. Long night. Long night. This manifests as maybe like you have an unset stomach all of a sudden or something. You're feeling like it's it's a physical feeling of drain almost. I'm starting to get like a headache. Yeah, no, exactly. That's a perfect example. I've had too much to drink. I want to go home. All right, so did anyone, sorry, before we go, did anyone pass that carelessness check? I did. All right, so you notice something almost weird about this guy, kind of like now that he's like up close and you're looking at him, his skin's a little bit too pale. Like when it sticks out of his jacket, stuff's a little bit slimy almost. Like it's like, He's not looking well, almost like jaundiced, but not like yellow, kind of just like just sickly almost kind of thing. And despite not looking like he's feeling well, he's got some real strength behind him. He's really trying to push you as hard as he can towards the bar. And he's still kind of like saying, so like, oh, come on, buddy, one drink won't hurt kind of thing. What better place do you got to be right now? Just stuff like that over and over. He's really trying to pull you towards the bar. You try and break free of his hold. Yeah, I try to peel away from him. 
All right, so give me a frailty at hard. I rolled a one. Yeah, so he's got a real just kind of death grip on. He's holding you there. Like you're really straining against him as hard as you can. It's at this point he kind of like turns his head and he, now he's looking at you guys. He's wearing this low kind of brim hat that's hiding his eyes, sound like a baseball cap or something. But now that you're looking at him, his eyes are just this kind of sickly snake yellow eye, and his mouth is opening way, way too wide, like two, three times as far. It's just two sets of teeth on the top of the bottom. He's got to go for an attack on you. So. So he just kind of chomps down kind of into your neck for three points of damage. Just kind of like, sorry, for only two points of damage. It's only a, like, and it's kind of really latches onto you. And just kind of, you hear these kind of horrific slurping noises as his lips kind of close in around the teeth on your skin. He's definitely kind of sucking something out of you in a more, you're just kind of like grappling onto. You realize that also on his palms as you're as he's doing this, there's also these kind of holes opening up, and the slow and kind of tongues are slowly coming out. They're wrapping themselves around your arms some as he's grabbing you. The other two, give me a carelessness. That easy. Uh, five out of five. Fail. You said carelessness at medium. Easy. Oh, easy. Okay. I'm gonna spend a willpower to reroll. One of the die. Right. Yeah, I, I passed mine. Yeah, so you, um, I think you both. Uh, so, did you pass ultimately, Professor, or no? No, no. All right, so you don't see, but Martin, you see this thing kind of just latch on to this guy, you know, and kind of like it's making just horrific kind of sucking noises on this, and kind of like its its mouth is way too big. It's something kind of almost like trying to bite into him or something like that. What do you do? I'm gonna like head over and try to push whatever is like trying to bite him. Yeah, give me a kind of frailty at medium for that. Roll the five, and attribute was one, so I pass my roll. Yeah, so you managed to pull him off. Kind of, the guy goes kind of sitting across the floor, and he's looking. He kind of looks up at you. His mouth kind of slowly starts to close back to a little more human size. He's kind of looking at you, Martin. We're buddies. Why would you get in the way of this? You don't care about this guy. You never have. Come on. What's a little snack between friends? I don't know what kind of snack shit you're talking about, dude, but if you're going to be like that, get the fuck out of here, man. I don't know you. This kind of looks you guys slowly starts to get up. By now, the professor has also noticed this. Um, what's your reaction, professor? So I've seen this guy fucking. And all of his gross form, yeah? Enough, yeah. He, he hit the floor, and that's what got your attention finally. Yes, definitely. You kind of saw him return to looking a little bit more human. I'm going to immediately get up and, and try to, like, break up the conflict. Like, whoa, everybody, we've all had maybe a little bit too much to drink. Let's all calm down, take a deep breath. We're all... Oh, we're all okay here. All right. We're all okay, right? He like, looks at everybody. What is the state of my neck? It's a little torn up. Like, it's it's survivable, definitely. It's a, it's not a major major. It's the medium wound kind of thing. Like, it hurts like a son of a bitch. It's not debilitating, but you can probably soldier through it if you need to. Am I bleeding actively? 
A little bit. It's it's not though. Like it's almost like the saliva was like doing something with the skin or something like that. Like it's not profusely bleeding. You can definitely feel where he was latched on. Like you almost like, a, like a, almost like someone pulled a suction cup off your neck or something like that. Fuck, dude, you you're a doctor, right? No, I mean yes, but what's up with my neck? What do you do? I uh. Look at his neck. You can. You're not that type of doctor, though, really. I'm not. I don't know. Can I make an ignorance check or something to see if I know maybe, like, what to do? Yeah, give me a medium on that one. I'm going to use a willpower point to reroll, because it's a fail. I'm going to reroll the one. uh, Which would make the middle a four, so four out of two success. Yeah, so he's not in any bad shape. Like, it's not great. Like, this definitely looks gross, and it's like someone, like, gave him just the monster of all hickeys on his neck, but he's not bleeding. Like, it doesn't appear to be, like, gangrenous or anything like that. It's just kind of gross-looking. If you had to make a guess, it kind of looks like maybe a drawing of a leech attack or something you've seen in a drawing of some kind or something like that. I just want to disinfect it. I'll use my first aid kit. Sure. Yeah, so you're going to try and clear that. The guy's still on the floor kind of looking at you like, come on, buddy. All right, so that also brings us to our first hour of play of this. So everyone draw a card. I apologize if in editing this gets shortened down to less than an hour, but that's how recording like this works, unfortunately. Sorry to break the immersion for a sec there. Anyone gain some willpower from Virtue or nah? No, I got another heart for my, my font. Yeah. Feeling all my hearts, man. I got another one for my haunt, actually. Same. <laughs> Alright, so awesome. Because you are seeing a monster right now, by all measures, like this thing is definitely not what you thought it was initially. Run another card. <laughs> Doing some kind of record housekeeping at this point. Okay. Did not draw for anything this time. Me too. I completely missed my I got diamonds, which misses my not bad still, but yeah, so yeah. You, so you draw, kind of, you're looking at this thing, it's looking good, it's slowly getting up off the floor, and what lights in this venue that work just kind of flicker and kind of jostle in their housings, maybe one even explodes, this thing kind of looks around, and it's like, oh shit, yes, management's gonna show up soon, you're wrecking up his shit. Kind of slowly starts to walk towards you, but we don't have to end our time here just yet. Kind of, you're looking at him now. He's not even trying to hide that he's not human. Like in his hands, there's just tongue sticking out of the palms and small kind of gaping, suctiony mouths. His mouth started to kind of rear back and that overextended kind of extra j- uh, wide jaw thing he just did. He's coming towards the two that are doing the medical stuff. Come on, boys. Join me for another drink. What? The fu- what is wrong with him? Look, look, I, I know that you say we all know each other, but uh, I mean, it's been a while. We haven't talked to each other in a long time, and our friend here is hurt. Maybe just give me a minute to help patch him up, and then we can all sit down and have a drink, and everything can be nice and calm and cool, right? Your friend's doing fine, Professor. Don't worry about it. You don't have to worry about other people. Go the fuck away from me. Everybody, let's just calm down, calm down. I'm, there's perfectly. 
reasonable explanation for everything that's going. It's fine, okay? You know, like you heard him. We don't need to get the cops involved or anything like that. We can all just we can just um. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. It's just you know. It's like you've just been hit. It's okay. Let's all just take a deep breath. Calm down. Why don't you go and sit at the bar? I'm going to take care of him, and then we'll come and join you, okay? Oh, come on. I'm sure I can find some honeys for you. That Your wife's probably gone to sleep by now. Just come on right now. Come with me. He's still getting closer and closer. He's walking towards you, kind of. Hands are starting to kind of come up in an extending, kind of grabbing fashion of sorts. Come on, man. I don't want to talk about anything like that right now. This, somebody's hurt. Come on. Just come on. Let us let us take care of him, and then, you know, we'll do whatever you want, okay? Kind of over his shoulder, he's calling off. Uh, Martin, what are you doing through all of this? Uh, I was actually going to say, I'm getting, I want to just run and fucking straight bicycle kick this dude in the chest. Alright, so you can do that. You probably can't, you can probably knock him over at best. You typically have to have a weapon of some kind to attack something in this game. You do have that, uh, you probably have a drink blast, though. I do. So I can't kick somebody, though? You can, but it's not going to be very effective. Gotcha, okay. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll toss this, uh... <laughs> well, I'll finish the drink and then toss the, uh, the beer glass right at him. Alright, so let's see that frailty check against his resist. Alright, do I roll medium frailty? Yeah, or? roll medium for this. <laughs> Two. Yeah, so it misses, and he kind of just like moves his head sideways as it kind of just whizzes by his head. Martin, 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 we go back so far. This isn't like you. You don't care. These two mean nothing to you. They mean far more to me than they ever will to you. Just still kind of walking towards the two. And now you've broken a glass. Management's going to be pissed. You know how much they hate replacing glass here. We're only down. We only have like five or six good ones left in the bar. He's now kind of within grabbing distance, unless you guys want to get into combat. Combat. I'll get into combat. Can I just roll a check for myself really fast? Is that okay? Sure. What's the check? I'm going to roll a cowardice check. Sure. Uh, yeah, while he's distracted with the other guy, I'm going to go find a place to hide. With the All right, yeah, with Martin. So you, you take off running. So okay. everyone that's not Professor, roll 3d6. And I'll give us our turn order for combat. Just straight 3d6? Yep. Alright, so this thing kind of it, it lunges at the guy, uh, it lunges at his former target. It goes for it goes for Jonah. I'm not sure why your name was Jonah there for a sec. So it's got to go for an attack. Give me a frailty to resist that. Easy, medium, hard. Medium. So I beat it. Uh, five, my attributes two, so I, I beat it. Yes, yeah, so you kind of managed to block this thing as it tries to get its hands on you. Like its mouth is opening. It's kind of got its, its tongue is hanging out. Like it's just like it's going back to its weird leech-like form, if you will, and it's kind of like trying to get at you, but you managed to hold it off and kind of it's... it doesn't connect its attack. So now it's your turn. Or no, it's um... sorry, it is uh, Nathan's turn first. Or sorry, Martin's turn first. What you doing, Martin? 
Uh, since my glass didn't do anything, now I want to go for the kick. Um, but I had a question. One of my skills is like MMA, technically. Yeah. So does that have any effect as far as my fighting goes? Like if I were to try to kick the dude? Yeah, it makes this a little bit easier. Like it's, uh, I'll say that, yeah, I'll say with MMA, you actually know to damage him. Yeah, with a fist. I'll, yeah, I'll allow that to do damage in this case. That makes sense. You okay. know to inflict pain with that. So, yeah. So I'm going to straight up just run and try to diesel kick this dude to like knock him back and also, I guess, do damage, but mainly to knock him back. Yep, let's see. Let us see that frailty. Uh, medium as always, right? Yep, medium. I rolled a two, so I beat my frailty roll. Right, so it connects, right. and yeah, so uh, that hits for kind of one point of damage on this guy. Do I try and like knock him over as part of this? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, definitely. The, the main thing was to kind of knock him back and knock sure. him away. Yeah, so he kind oh, of yeah. hits the ground hard. He looks up at you. Oh, come on, man! You don't care in this case. Just, just let me finish my meal. What the fuck are you? It's me. You know. No, I don't know, but I know you need to get the fuck away from us. Alright, Jonah, what are you doing now? Uh, so, is is he done patching up my neck or whatever? It's patched up enough, yeah. Barkeep! Barkeep! Barkeep kind of looks at you confused. It's again kind of a little bit out of focus for a human. Call the cops. The thing kind of looks at you. That's not going to be happening. Which thing? The monster or the barkeep? Uh, the monster. Looks, sorry, looks at you and says, like, that's not going to be happening. They shut the phones off here years ago. No one paid for it. Fuck. I get my cell phone out. No signal. Fuck. I tried dialing 911 anyway. Yeah, just kind of boops in your hand with no signal. What the f- What is going on? I, I don't understand. This is some kind of nightmare or something. We're just in a nightmare, right? And kind of shrugs at you. It can be over soon. Just saying. I start trying to pinch myself. Yeah. So what do you want to do? You want to like, take off running at this point? You're trying to get away from me. You're going to try and fight it. Fighting it did not seem like a great move. Like despite the hit, it really seems pretty unfazed by being hit. Is it between me and the exit? I mean the front door? Yeah. Yeah, ish, but you could definitely get around it pretty easily. It's not trying to get up anytime soon. It's just kind of sitting there on the ground. Right, I book it for the for the door. Alright. You trying to open up that front door? I am. It's locked. Again, just like the one from the newer or the better version of Flanagan's, it's it doesn't even budge this time. It's just kind of almost like it's just like a fake door on a wall. Doesn't stop me from continuing to try to wrench it open as best I can. Yeah. No, so this thing kind of like puts a hand down, gets up, kind of straighten its spine, some like it's stretching or something. Kind of looks at you kind of almost amused. Come on, buddy. You know that wasn't going to work. I knew that wasn't going to work. Hell, even Martin knew that wasn't going to work, but... What do you mean? Because it's walking towards you again. Why isn't the door open? Kind of shrugs at you. You know, it's been closed for a while. Far went under. 
sucked dry by people like you. Can I get to the bar and grab a stool? Yeah, they you like, can definitely grab a stool. I grab a stool. All right. While while this is going on, can I slip behind the bar and see if they've got like the classic like shotgun under the bar? Uh, there is no shotgun under the bar, but there are like knives you could use hypothetically. I'm just gonna grab one, like cower behind the bar. All right. Yeah. I do want to be part of this. I guess like uh, so. There is a hiding mechanic if you want. Like this is a game that I want to hide. Yeah. So this is a game where kind of running and hiding is your better bet against monsters than stopping and then standing and fighting. These things are much harder to kill than in other tabletop RPGs. I guess like uh, to insert myself some in this moment, I might recommend running. In all honesty, like this is. Not a combat-oriented game, necessarily. Yeah, I just want to hide. Sure. Alright, so you're hiding. Jonah's picked up a chair. Martin, you've kind of knocked this thing over once. It's gotten up and seemed pretty unfazed by this. What you doing? Uh, what is the closest object I can pick up that I can, like, swing and hit this thing with? Probably a bar stool. Okay, then I'll also pick up a barstool. Yeah. Kind of looking at all of you. Really, guys? Really? This is how you treat me after all these years? Uh, chairs? It's just kind of standing there looking confused, and, and then it kind of sees something past Martin down the hallway, and it kind of, like, is a little bit scared by this. Like You can visibly see it's a little bit afraid. Of something down the hallway behind Martin. It's kind of now looking around, maybe trying to find an exit itself. It's kind of just like, maybe it's time to leave. But so, that puts us back at the top. Uh, Martin, you're up first. What are you doing? Uh, am I still in range of this thing? No, it's you'd have to walk over to hit it, kind of thing. But they're also this thing's reacting to something behind you, hypothetically. Well, I guess the obvious choice would be to look behind me. All right. So you look behind you and you don't really understand what you're looking at. It's a thing. It appears to be about eight feet tall. It's vaguely, it, it looks human enough. Uh, it's, but it's kind of like a, it's like a pulsing black mass, kind of like it's like a, like a large coat or something like that, but it's kind of like shaggy looking or hairy looking almost or something. And, as you're looking at this, you see kind of one thing launch itself off of this and come flying down the hallway at you, followed by another, followed by another, followed by and suddenly just streaming down the hallway at you is this wave of crows, vultures, some type of black bird. It's just coming streaming down the hallway at you with very little space to kind of get around this. And thing from behind you goes, oh shit, management's here. And the bar just kind of echoes and reverberates with just loud, horrible, cawing sounds. I'm still hiding. Yep. I'm just kind of legit, like, confused. And, uh, hmm. How close is the thing that uh, is down the hallway that I saw? Uh, about 30 feet, give or take. But more importantly, this kind of stream of crows just totally misses you. They kind of have to stream past you into the bar and just kind of start circling and calling and being very annoying and disruptive. Like, it is 
upsetting to look at and kind of upsetting to be in this room now with all these crows like it smells like bird and carrion in here um i'm gonna well you said the, the crow's fruit passed me already right yeah they seem to have missed you for better or worse okay i guess uh i'm just trying to keep an eye on like both the the first thing we were fighting and then now like trying to keep both in view, so I'm kind of doing the head swivel look around both at the moment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. At this point, I'm just kind of, as long as the the monster that was coming towards us originally is away, I'm kind of just, like I said, keep an eye on both at the moment. Yeah. Alright, so kind of as you're cowering, by the way, Professor, you find and maybe it was there, maybe it was when you first got there, you just find a kind of hatch in the floor behind the bar. I'm going through. You're pulling it open and you're running? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you tell the other two that there's a hole in the floor? Um, he'll, like, peek his head up and wave them over to where he is before he goes. Alright. You two follow? What do you do? Uh, if I see him, I guess I would hurry after him, sure. Yeah, you're looking around for each other. Uh, you're gonna try and chase after him to kind of escape. Give me clum- uh, give me clumsiness checks at medium. I rolled a two, and also my attributes too. So I guess I failed it. Yeah, no, you you do get there, but kind of like you knock a bunch of stuff over. The things are very aware of what's going on. Like they kind of look at you, almost bemused. Uh, give me a stress check against uh, frustration, irritation. I guess more accurately. I've got impatience. Sorry, temper. My bad. Temper, temper, temper. Okay. Medium? Yep. I failed it. My score is a four and I rolled a three. Alright, so you're going up in temper. You're getting... Stress goes up. But you do kind of manage to jump down this hatch and fall into the dark. Tense to stressed? Yep. Makes sense. Martin, do you also try and make chase and get out of here? Uh, yeah. All right, clumsiness check. I rolled a four uh, out of one, so I guess that's a success. Yeah, so you leap over the bar and kind of like, in that process, slide down the hole. You manage to make it look real cool doing it, and you kind of fall 10 or so feet into what appears to be a basement of some kind. And uh, it's hot down here. Really hot, like a boiler malfunction or something. It's mostly dark. You can kind of see some stuff as some failing light kind of flickers and stuff. Have you ever been down here before? This is the this is the infamous basement of Flanagan's. It's where beer gets delivered. It's where previous owner allegedly hung himself. Even it's have a bit of a complicated place for the bar. You do see kind of some light does stream through. It appears to be a door of some kind behind kind of up. It's an upstairs door. Basically, it's like this is a basement you could enter down from a parking lot or something, probably for loading purposes. And there's a door with two glass windows that some light does kind of shine through down into the basement with you that illuminates the floor some as you're looking around. Upstairs through the hole, you still feel, you still hear kind of crazy cawing sounds and scraping kind of the heavy footsteps of something slowly walking more into the room. What do you do? I want to find a good place to hide. Yeah. Sounds good. 
that what else is doing? So wait, you said beer gets delivered. Yeah, it's like a delivery. At the doors, we'd be using deliveries and stuff. Like that. You'd bring the beer downstairs, and you'd bring it up to the bar as needed. Pretty normal right, bar so setup. There's a door to the outside where the beer comes in. Yeah. Yeah, I go for that. Are right, you go for that? It is locked. <sighs> I try with all my might to open it. All right, give me a frailty check. Actually, no, give me a clumsiness check. Easy, yeah, medium, hard. Medium. I passed. I rolled a five. My attributes are two. So you pull real hard on it, but to no avail. Like you start to slip at one point. You manage to catch yourself where you fall down the steps to the basement floor. I, yeah, no, those doors aren't open without a key of some kind. All right, I guess I'll also try to hide then. Yeah. Makes sense. And last but not least, Martin, what are you doing at this point? Um, I I guess uh, since I saw the uh, the door not opening anything, that I'm also going to try to hide. Yeah. So what feels like hours pass, and kind of you still hear lots of sounds from up top, but eventually one crow kind of drops down through the hole in the ceiling that you drop through as well, and that stands in a patch of light, looking around. It's kind of just. Maybe it sniffs at the air some. You're not quite sure what crows do in this case. Now you have a chance to look at it, though. It's something wrong with it. Like its shape, its head is misshapen. Its feathers are both kind of like sleek and oily looking, but also somehow tattered. It's maybe it's diseased. Maybe it's not actually a crow. It's just kind of some vulture like bird. It's but it's kind of it's stalking around the floor some. Everyone give me a carelessness. Oh, sorry, a clumsiness. Medium? Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll make this one easy. You had time to kind of hide correctly. Uh, so then that is a four out of two. Success. Uh, rolled a three out of one success. I'm a five out of two success. Yeah, so it's kind of, it's looking around for you. It does not find you, though. It kind of like it pauses for a sec, kind of, then flutters back up through the hatch and Slowly but surely, the sounds above start to dissipate some. Hey, uh, can we go down a stress level for hiding from a monster? You can. I will also say you have to draw a card, though, too. Yeah, that's fair. saw two monsters. That's fair. No, you successfully hit. You get to go down a stress level, definitely. What is up with all these fucking spades that I'm drawing? Are we all drawing, or is it just, uh... Everyone. Okay. And how many cards can I have? In theory, infinite. That's not good. I drew another club. Uh, I drew my virtue, actually, now. Alright, so you get three willpower back, and discard that card. Uh, Remind me again, what's the disadvantage to having the cards? It makes the world weirder. How do I discard a card on here? Because I can. You have to get criticals. So you have to kind of do virtuous things. You got to discard a card. For, you got to go down stress level for facing the monsters. I, getting rid of cards is a little bit hard. All right, um, so you're kind of standing there, apparently alone in this darkness. I'm gonna pull out my phone and turn the flashlight on, and I'm gonna start like looking around for a key to open the store. 
there like earrings on the walls anywhere? No, nah, it's just like, kind of stale smelling beer, occasional cracked bottle, a couple overturned boxes. And it's just ungodly hot down here too. Like it reeks of stale beer and flat stuff and just neglect. Oh, whoa, 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 what should we do? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. And this fucking door won't work. I just. Is there a window? I don't know, dude. Um. Okay. Uh. We need to find another way out that isn't up then. What does so, that mean? We need to find some way to get out of the basement. Yeah, obviously. How do we get out of the basement without going up? It's a basement. I mean, I don't know. Like you said, maybe there's a window one of us can crawl out of or something. Let's let's look That's around. Up. All right, fine. Yeah, I, I meant going up the hatch. Oh, yeah. That okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go. All right. So I guess a quick reminder of the known locations in Flanagan's Bar. You have the basement. You have the kind of main bar area. You have the two bathrooms. You have the hallway that's all off of. And also in that hallway, there's a supply closet and there is a staff office or a manager office. That's what you know exists. And there are, there's a second kind of exit from the place you're at right now that goes up. Stairwise. There's another set of stairs up, you mean? A second step? Yep. Okay. So in the staff office, they have to have keys. Is that where we think those stairs go? Uh, I don't know. That was me out of character, sir. Yeah, it's um, there'd be an exit to the back of the bar, hypothetically, but also you don't remember the basement for this place being as big as this one you're standing in right now. It's, this seems cavernous almost, which does not fit with how big the bar is. So maybe things are changing some. Maybe this we building is way bigger than I thought. I didn't know there's. Did you know there's a second suite? No, I didn't. Like, what the hell? Um, let's let's look around down here first. See if we can find a way out before we go up and is piece that crazy. Fucker. Is there a is there a window? You see a window? I might be able to fit through a window. You see a window? Except for the ones in the door, which are pretty reinforced for security purposes. Not that you're seeing. Um, Alright, I guess we try the other stairs. Maybe they go outside. Yeah. Let's do that. Alright, so everyone goes upstairs? Uh, yeah. Alright, so you, you start walking up the stairs, and the stairs start off neglected but sturdy, but by the top, couple rungs, one of your foot goes through it at one point, it's just falling apart, and you kind of you exit up into that hallway you know so well through that door you've now been through multiple times and are standing there between the two bathrooms, the staff office on your left, the main kind of dining room on your right, and everything is just wrong. The windows you can see from where you're standing in the main di- in the main bar room are covered over in newspaper and kind of sickly yellow red light breaks kind of gets into the room from little cracks under little gaps in the paper 
The floor just has holes in it that seem to kind of drift off into a nothingness that ends in that same kind of sickly red-yellow light, if you will. I the, the two bathroom doors are marked out of order and have been smashed in a little bit and then kind of put back together as best as possible. The staff door, the, the, the manager office, that's the only kind of good-looking door in front of you. The supply closet hangs partially off its hinges. Uh, the air just smells terrible, like failure and piss and bad beer and just regret. I go in the supply closet. All right. So in the supply closet, you find a couple things. You find a functioning umbrella, crowbar, a hammer, and a bunch of cleaning supplies. All with just kind of a thick layer of dust and soot over all of them. I grab the hammer, I put it in a belt loop. Alright. I grab the crowbar and the umbrella. And then I step out. I wind then right. I step out of the closet. Alright. Alright guys, I got this crowbar. I can use it like a weapon or I uh, we can try to force one of the doors open with it. Either way I I like it. Um yeah, maybe we can go, you can go, let's go try and force the door open downstairs, yeah? Good plan to me, let's go! Staff office is right there, too. Uh, yeah, um, let's go, uh, let's head up the staff office first, uh, see if we can find some keys. Okay. And I'll, uh, I'll start heading towards the staff office as well, then. The door to the staff office, like... So the staff office door is weirdly the only thing in this bar in okay levels of repair. Like, it's not it's not like a vault door. You could probably pry this thing open because you have the crowbar. Is it like a solid door or does it have, like, it's, glass on the top? It's a wood door. It's a solid wood oh, door. Sword. I'm going to try to open the door real quick. With your hand? Yep. Yeah, it's locked, but not, like, well locked. It's just a normal lock lock. Okay. Um. I want to go ahead and try to kick the door down. I got a crowbar. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna ask him. Hey, let me see that crowbar real quick. I hand it to him, and I'll go ahead and try to to pry it open with the crowbar. All right. Yeah. Give me a frailty at medium. Uh, six out of one pass. Yeah. So you kind of just bust this door in, like it just kind of comes flying off its hinges with the crowbar. Maybe it's the woods rotted through and just kind of tears out of the wall that way. Who knows? Maybe it's a good pull. Yes, you find yourself with access to an office of some kind. It's a sad, small little office. It's a desk and a filing cabinet, a couple kind of books on a table. A kind of a large pile of crow feathers kind of clutter up a bunch of the space, but no crows just yet. What do you do? Can I see inside of it at all, or yeah, you can step in? Yeah, you're just kind of standing at the doorway of it. Yeah, I'll go ahead and step in and see if there's like a light switch as I walk in to see if I can turn it on. Ah, uh, there is. It just doesn't work well. Like it flickers for a couple seconds and then kind of dies out. You can see okay in the space though. It's not like perfect, but not pitch black. Okay, um, I'm gonna a desk I could see over there, or 
Anything? Yeah, like- there's a desk. There's a desk inside kind of the center of the room with a chair behind it. Okay, I'm going to walk towards the desk and try to check the drawers for any kind of keys. Yeah, so. Quite a couple things, actually, inside this room. First off, sitting on the chair as you walk toward it is a crow. It kind of looks at you, looks at the rest of you, and kind of jumps up and flies off into the rest of the space, calling loudly. On the desk is a kind of an overturned picture of Max, the original owner of the bar. Uh, it's It was a picture of him on happier times, as best you can tell. Uh, kind of going through the desk, you find several bar awards that all have other bars' names. It's, yeah, not, not, nothing for Flanagan's. But most importantly, you f- do find a collection of keys. Okay, I'll grab the keys. Yeah. You also find a collection of financial documents. Uh, kind of detail the rapid decline financially of the bar into oblivion. More importantly, you find an offer of sale, which just requires a signature, a, a signature of a witness even, not even an officiant signature to make it official. Can I, well, who's, who's signed it so far? Because it's only missing the a witness signature, you said, right? It's got all the previous owners of the bar's names on it. Do you want to read it quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, give me an impatience test at uh, easy. Impatience check. Uh, I rolled a six out of five, so I pass. Yeah, so you're scanning this. You're kind of used to this stuff, given your background. And you piece together that whoever holds this deed once it's signed owns the bar. Like, they can close the bar. They can, they, they have complete ownership, if you will. It literally says, like, just whoever holds this. Yeah, it's, it's, signed? it's more wordy than that. But yes, whoever's in ownership of this deed once it's signed as owner of the bar kind of thing. It's it's not any contract you've ever seen though before. It's kind of weird and wrong. Kind of like it's it's both too much contract for something this simple, but also not contract enough. If this would in theory be a major transaction with lots of pages, it's kind of weirdly boilerplatey and hand wavy and just kind of like, yeah, if you have this in your possession, you're the owner of the bar, apparently. Is there a pen nearby? Yeah, you find one. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and sign it for the fuck of it. All right. Throw it in my pocket. All right. Anything else in the drawers? Nah, not much else beyond that. Okay. Anything else in the room I can uh, use as a weapon or like something like that? Nah, just uh, general furniture and other office stuff. All right. Oh, sorry. Is there an office or sorry? Is there a little closet inside the office area? No, no? there's not. Okay. All right, so the two of you that are kind of outside the office are not engaged in these tasks. Give me carelessness checks. Medium? Yep. Five out of five failure. I failed three. I rolled a three in my attributes three. All right, so somehow you two managed to fail to notice a growing sound of heavy footsteps and cawing behind you. And what kind of finally tips you off of something there is just a stream of crows or bur- of these blackbirds is empty down the hallway at you, kind of screaming. They're not, but you could swear they're calling out to you and saying, like, blaming you for their failures. Like, you're the reason Flanagan's failed almost or something like that. Like, again, they're just birds. They're making bird sounds. But in that sound, 
you're almost convinced you hear this like this accusation, this blame being hoisted onto you as it just kind of rips down the hallway at you, claws tearing at you some. You each take one minor yeah, one minor kind of point of damage as they kind of like whiz by you and just kind of talons catch and all that stuff. So but standing now that kind of all these crows have all these birds have emptied down the hallway, you kind of see standing in the doorway to the main off the main kind of part of the bar emaciated figure. It kind of looks like it's almost half it's still eight feet tall, but it's kind of dried up. It's almost mummified from decay, but it's been like parts that have been picked away and kind of eaten away like by carrion birds of some kind. Like ribs are sticking out, like and it's just a it's standing, it's moving, it's alive, but like one of its eyes has been ripped out and you realize that the eye is actually stemmed being held by a bird on its shoulder, kind of it's holding it to look at you. It's kind of slowly coming down the hall the hallway at you and kind of that's moving it kind of you hear raspily from it. Holy shit. <laughs> is it in the way of our path to the uh the basement or the front door yeah but you could definitely try and dodge it i would like to try and like slip past yeah you're gonna try and run past it and kind of shoot down that doorway you came up through earlier yep all right so give me a clumsiness medium yep uh six out of two success yeah so you take off running kind of maybe you slide across the ground so maybe you kind of like juke to one side, but you definitely kind of like slip into that door and kind of hit, hit the floor running hard down into the basement and kind of as you're doing that, it keeps stalking down the hallway at you. Maybe it's dragging one of its kind of gnarled hands on the walls as it walks past. It still kind of is hissing out an elongated just last call wail of some kind. What do the other two of you do? Can I see this? Because st- I'm still in the... Uh... You've looked up by now. The crows definitely alerted you to Something being in the hallway. Okay. Um, since I still technically have the crowbar on me, uh, how close is this thing to me? Uh, it's, it's hard to tell. Spaces are weird in this place at this point. It'll get you soon. It, you can't hit it with the crowbar just yet. Okay. The exit is past this thing, you said, right? You would have to dodge around it to make it to that door, hypothetically, yes. Okay. How big is this thing? It's about eight feet tall. It's 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 skinny though, to it. It's more it's filling up the space with the birds and just kind of its presence is the best way of thinking of it. Like it's Yeah. You could definitely kind of dodge around if you tried hard enough though. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and run and dodge past it. Alright, that'll be a clumsiness. I rolled a four out of one. I pass. Yep. Yeah. You kind of. You also managed to take a running jump at this thing and kind of maybe like you like dive under its arms as it kind of snatches at you or something. But you kind of also get down the kind of get in the same doorway and kind of heading down those stairs as fast as you can. Last but not least, Jonah, what do you do? I'm gonna draw the hammer and attempt to do the same thing though. All right. Just I want the hammer in hand. Yep. So it's a cl- clumsiness at medium or. Yep. Clumsiness at medium. All right, so I rolled a one. Can I re-roll? Yep, if you have willpower, you can burn willpower to re-roll. Okay, I, have, I haven't used any of it yet, so... Yeah, you should have plenty, so you have um, to re-roll all of them. 
Depending on what level you're at, yeah. It'll be more cost. I have to reroll what? Uh, what level of stress are you at? Tense. Alright, so that's not the top one, so it's two willpower to reroll how many is it again? Two or three? No, uh, it's one willpower to reroll two die. It's one right. willpower the whole way. It's just the, the calmer you are, the more dice you get to roll. Yeah, so you have to burn two willpower to do this. <laughs> okay. Or actually, no. So let's check the let's check your numbers. The time or the roll twenty version of it. Yeah. So just burn one willpower because six. It's uh, six of one and a one. Just roll two. Oh, I see. So if I reroll one of the ones, yeah. Or both of the ones. Well, does so, this, does, no, no, so it's a medium check, so you want that one to stay a one, and you just want anything that will pass above your threshold at that point for your clumsiness for the middle one, because the six is max. I see. So you, I say, yeah, you, you have to reroll. You have to reroll two, but yeah. So I'd reroll the six and the one personally. Okay, so I'm dropping one will one willpower and I'm rolling two D six. Yep. What's your clumsiness? Uh, my clumsiness is two, so I rolled a six and a three. Yep, so yeah, you managed to get past that then. Alright. Yeah, so you also kind of run down this hallway, kind of the birds are calling at you, some are pecking at you, this thing is trying, like, it's trying to recover from it's just failed snatch and grab. You also like, kind of like duck underneath her, kind of slide past it, it's kind of snarling at you, and still kind of slowly hissing that last call sound, and you start running down the stairs into the basement as well. Uh, as soon as you get past there, though, you start hearing the sound of this thing kind of hand on the door behind you, kind of slowly starting to make its way down. You hear a couple, you hear a bunch of birds kind of take flight aimlessly, like a swarm of birds swirling about in a space of some kind, cawing madly. Uh, I'm assuming you all kind of keep running down into the basement towards the door. Yeah. All right. Everyone, give me a clumsiness as you kind of run across this space. Medium. Uh, hard in this case, because behind you just a wave of crows is coming at you. Five out of two success. Three out of two success. You said uh, a hard? Yep. I rolled a two out of one success. Awesome. Yeah, so a couple of the crows catch you still, but for minor damage, but you still kind of make it across the space. Uh, they don't get knocked over as part of this. You make it to the door. You're kind of fumbling with the keys. Give me uh, whoever has the keys. I think that's uh, I do. Yeah, Martin. At this point, give me a clumsiness checks. So you're trying to kind of get that in there and open it up. This is medium or hard? This is just medium. I rolled one out of one to fail. Nah, you don't quite get it. And kind of you hear like with a loud thud, this thing hitting the basement with you. And just like again, it's slowly making its way across the room at you. The birds are just circling and dive bombing you. Everyone that's not Martin, give me a, a frailty check on this thing. As he's just kind of like, actually, no, give me a temper first because Martin's the only thing standing in between you and maybe getting out of this. Medium? <laughs> yeah. Two out of three failure. Two out of four failure. This is all Martin's fault. He's the weak link in this group. You'd be safe. You wouldn't be being followed by this thing. The crows wouldn't be coming at you anymore. You could be home safe. You could be back with your wife or you could be back thinking about your girlfriend. You could just be home resting with maybe cheaper beer and your apartments, your homes, whatever. God, Martin is just useless in this instance, isn't he? I'm going to try to take the keys from him. All right. 
to kind of fight him for it or what? I just want to kind of like finesse them out of his hands while he's like, uh, like keying through the keys, basically. Sure. All right. So, Martin, give me a uh, frailty check and Professor Jamie Andrews, give me a clumsy check. You kind of grapple for these keys in the hand. Me those. Four out of two success. One out of three success. All right. So the professor rips the keys from Martin's hand. So you like shove him for good measure because he's just worthless in this case or what? I just kind of like shoulder him out of the way to like start the door. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a clumsiness check. So give me another clumsiness check, Martin. Clumsiness, you said? Yep. I rolled a one out of four. All right, so you don't—you manage to break yourself before you fall the way down, but you do kind of fall the staircase. You, don't, you fall out the staircase to the floor, and you stand twenty feet away from this thing walking towards you. Uh, Jonah, you've watched all this. You've watched the professor just grab the keys from this man's hands. You've then watched him kind of shoulder him down the staircase to the floor. You see this thing coming at him. What do you do? You're mad at him. Like again, he's the problem. You would be out of here if he wasn't so goddamn incompetent. What do you do? I tell the professor to hurry the hell up, basically. Why is door open? Working on it. Uh, give me impatience. Medium? Yeah. Four out of four failure. Yeah, no, you're, you're getting mad again. Like, everyone, like, this is the problem with everyone else. They are so much worse than you. And... You're not quite sure where, but what livestock or what animals did your um, ex's family keep? Horses. Yeah, so you kind of hear the panicked whinnying of horses from somewhere in the basement, and you swear you start smelling the smell of burning hair, and the heat's just going up in this place around you, too. Like, it's it's almost like you're trapped down there with a bunch of burning horses or something. Uh Come on, let's go. Come on. Ah, now you try to open the door. Yeah, no, give me a give me a clumsiness check on this. Uh, medium. No, this is a hard because you have a person kind of slamming on you that's blaming you for doing this. You shouldered someone. I'm gonna use my willpower to sure. roll. All right, so my middle is three, so three out of two success. All right, so you managed to kind of. Throw the doors open finally, kind of like fumbling with the keys. Martin's still lying on the ground with this thing rapidly closing on. The door to freedom is open, though. What do you do? Beyond is the parking lot. There is no rain, as best you can tell. It's silent out there. You can see your car. You just take off night and leave him there to his fate, or do you try and get him out? Fuck Martin. I'm running. I'm sorry. I'm a coward. Ah. All right, so you take off into the night. Jonah, do you follow behind him? Or do you go yeah, out of there? As soon as that door is open, I'm, All right. I'm running. You both rocket out into the night with the sounds of horses screaming and fire and a smell of burning flesh and hair kind of as it overtakes you slowly. Martin, you're mm-hmm. lying there on the ground. Maybe they weren't your friends. Maybe they were your compatriots, at least. They didn't care about you, though, at all. They just left you here. What's going through your head right now? 
Well, I'm fucking pissed because I got knocked down. He said, I fell down the stairwell, right? Yep. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'm fucking pissed about that for sure. Uh, so I, uh, I get myself up quick and try to gut it towards the door. All right. So give me a clumsiness check at medium. I rolled a six out of one. All right. So yeah, you kind of spring to your feet as just crows circle behind you. They're almost laughing at you, though, as best you can tell. Like it's all it's it's lots of taunts about how your friends left you. No one cares about you. No one cares about you at all. Like just you're surrounded by oh, just a swarming, laughing mass of birds that just are conveying just how little anyone actually cares about you as you stand there. Uh, what's the worst thing? Uh, that dear Martin has ever done. Say that again. What's the worst thing I've ever yeah. done? Yeah. Well, what's the worst thing Martin's ever done? What uh, What kind of thing has he signed off on, if you will? Like, uh, what, what's the worst manifestation of his apathy? Um, hmm. I would say helping close out a deal that led to. Uh, some affordable housing getting, getting done and converted to something else, and so sure. a bunch of people lost their homes. Sure. Yeah, so that, that, that contract you signed in your pocket, it feels heavy all of a sudden, like it's weighing you down in some way, shape, or form. Like it's, in, it's impeding your moves in some way. You gotta try and escape? Yeah. Give me a clumsiness. I'm gonna say it's a there's no real mechanic to this, but it kind of it decreases your... We're going to add basically one to your attribute for this, for clumsiness. So do I add one right now, or do no, I... I we'll just to... I'll add it kind of manually. So well, let's I roll. Rolled a four. Alright, so that means it's still a two, so you still kind of manage to get going up those steps. Um, you also rock it out into the night. It's cold, it's damp, you can still smell the long past rain, your two companions, whatever you want to call them, are long kind of across the parking lot trying frantically to enter their cars. Uh, They left you, though. Uh, Behind you, you kind of still hear the mocking laughs of the birds circling. You look back, and it's just a basement, as best you can tell, though. Uh, Nothing inside, no monster, just maybe some dirt was disrupted where you fell to the floor or something like that. What do you do? So, wait, did I make it out the door yet, then? Yeah, you're outside. I thought it was, you're, you're oh, outside. outside. Okay. So, nobody's out there. The crows are behind me, you said. And you hear them. You don't see them. I hear them. Okay. I check my phone for reception. Yeah, you got reception now. You have reception now. Okay. I'm going to try to call a taxi right away. Yeah. Fuck out of there. Man, right, and we will end it with a Pittsburgh cab picking up the phone and saying, hey. Need a ride? We got yeah. you. Yeah, and that's where we're ended, I suppose. Uh, it's the end of our locust tale. You all made it out. Lennigan's bar did not claim you as hard as it tried. <laughs> Apparently, I own it now. Do you though? I signed the I signed the deed and I hold it. Maybe it was a real contract. Maybe it wasn't. We 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 have no we have no way of knowing. But yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed our locust tale. 